0: Come on, Florida. Stop shooting your penises off. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your
1: home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone I'm tope I'm joined by my regular co-host Lord
0: Saunders how are you sir um actually I'm having a little bit of a bad day buddy yeah really? uh, what's the matter yeah my dog my dog's not doing too well oh. he has a pretty important uh, doctor's appointment tomorrow so uh, yeah it's not it's not my one of my better days uh, really because I recently discovered some really serious drainage
1: problems on the east side of my house
0: yeah so I think you're missing the really important thing here. Is that my dog is in peril. Okay, can
1: can we can we move on from that so we can get back to me again?
0: <laughs> sure,
1: buddy. <laughs> because because also the ice maker in my refrigerator stopped working. Okay, now that's a problem.
0: Yeah. That's a legit problem.
1: Because you want to know how it got even more complicated than it should have?
0: Yes, I'd love to know.
1: First of all, you can't fix my ice maker, even if you completely replace the entire ice maker. What? F- furthermore the whole thing is getting caught up in a class action lawsuit regarding my refrigerator.
0: Oh, so you're in like limbo until that's resolved.
1: Yes. So I can't get rid of my refrigerator cause then I'm, I'm not, I don't qualify for the class action lawsuit and I don't know how long it's going to take re- to get resolved. So the net result of all of this is that we don't have any ice in our refrigerator.
0: So you have to buy bags of ice and keep it in the freezer. That is correct. If you want ice that blows.
1: Yes. So we're sort of living a, an iceless existence. That sounds terrible. So I think that should help you put your whatever you were talking about into perspective.
0: Not even a little bit.
1: I also ate a piece of banana cream pie right before we
0: started the show. But that sounds like a positive.
1: Except I'm lactose intolerant.
0: On <laughs> In your face. <laughs> I forgot about that nugget of joy.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, even though I've got way more stuff to deal with than you, uh, best of luck with the dog thing.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: I hope that your dog is... I hope your dog is well
0: thank you me too instead of the kids my god
1: (laughs) (laughs) i actually know what you mean (laughs) next all right well anyway let's get started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what
0: to celebrate this week hooray yesterday as we look to the past first was national punctuation day
1: well i have nothing to say about this day period (laughs) good one However, today, if you choose, everyone can celebrate National One-Hit Wonder Day.
0: Oh, sweet. Like the O'Netters.
1: Exactly.
0: Tomorrow is National Situational Awareness Day and National Dumpling Day. Now, I wish that people in the airport would celebrate this National Situational Awareness Day because I feel like I spend... The majority of my life just an extreme frustration at people who are just not aware of what is going on around them. And if they're more aware, they could find a really good dumpling place. So <laughs> I'm all I'm down for some good dumplings.
1: Well, Wednesday, you can celebrate National Crush a Can Day.
0: I like that day. That sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Well, all I know is that when I was a kid, I used to play kick
0: the can. Did you ever play that? Of course. That was a huge game absolutely thursday is awesome because it's national uh, carolina day and national drink beer day Ooh, those are two things that you like uh, both things that i very much enjoy and so you know i won't be in the carolinas on that day but i celebrate that day combined every time i go to the carolinas so i always drink beer in the carolinas and friday is national ghost hunting day adam love this day would you ever do that some ghost hunting
1: I think when you just ask me, my instinctive response is, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." But I think if it really came down to it, and when we said, "Okay,
0: here we go, let's go ghost hunting," (laughs) okay, remember that trip that you didn't want it that you said you totally do? Now we're going to do it right now. Now's the time. When you said awesome, yeah, I totally
1: would go ghost hunting, and then I would I would feel deep regret for having said that.
0: Right now, the question is: Would you feel obligated to go and feel bad for canceling?
1: No, I, I don't know if I've ever felt bad for canceling something
0: that's a that's a pretty strong trait
1: (laughs) no i'm just i like that
0: for me i would definitely do that i would love to go ghost hunting and i would love to you know try all all the places that are claimed to be haunted i think that would be really fun
1: interesting okay yeah uh
0: which and saturday is national love people day and no i won't do that
1: (laughs) i think i'm going to celebrate national love people day by staying at home by myself and watching something
0: on tv or you could love People Magazine, see? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gotta, you can't forget about People Magazine. Maybe that's what this day really is. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be. Next! Great.
1: Well, with that, let's turn our attention to this week in history. We should really get a jingle for this. That would be awesome. Historical jingles. We should get a historical jingle. Hey, if there's any <laughs> listeners out there that can provide us with an instrumental historical jingle... We will use it on every episode at this very point in the show. (laughs) Okay, I will kick things off. Okay. This week in 1580, Canadian rapper Drake circumnavigates the globe.
0: I feel like that's not accurate.
1: Well, I certainly didn't do any research to find out if it was or not. Good
0: enough for me. (laughs)
1: All right, well, if you just fast forward 360 years this week in 1941...
0: That's a pretty specific, like, you know, timestamp to fast forward. <laughs> well,
1: in 1941 this week, Ted Williams, former Major League Baseball player, becomes the last player to hit over 400 for a season. Wow. He hit 400 for a season, Adam. That's crazy. And it hasn't been done since? No. And then in 1960, he hit a home run in his last at-bat of his career. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Can I give you an end to this story? I'd love one so some years back he died but his frozen head remains in a cryogenic freezer somewhere in arizona
0: that's interesting because if he were to unfreeze his head because science had advanced he'd be like an old head right like i mean he died pretty old
1: yeah he would it would just be a, an elderly head
0: an elderly head right so like you know you, you may be immortal but you're elderly
1: and, and you're just a head
0: you are also just a head right uh-huh that's weird
1: there's a bitter court battle between his family members about what to do with his frozen head. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's (laughs) we don't have time to get to it today, Adam, but in a future episode, maybe
0: we'll talk about (laughs) Ted Williams and his frozen head. Yeah, Man, if we can only get to it, I really want to talk about that. No, (laughs) no, we don't have time. Mm Okay. Well then since we don't have a lot of time, uh, and seven years later, uh, the Honda motor company was incorporated, which is pretty cool. And and I always find Honda pretty fascinating considering they're like Yamaha. They have a, an incredibly wide range of like products. That's a that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got uh, uh music instruments to motorcycles to cars to generators to a whole bunch of things. And the same thing with the Honda Motor Company. They have a ton of stuff. Yeah, in- including the minivan that we drive every day at our house. Including the minivan. It's got a lot of good features. A lot, a of, good features. lot of good features, yeah. <laughs> then in nineteen sixty five, fifty nine year old Satchel Page pitches three innings for the Kansas City Athletics. I love that. <laughs> I wonder how satchel page did like did they, you know did, did like a bunch of batters get walked or you know was there some heat there at 59 years old
1: yeah i actually would love to know what his velocity was at age 59 also i think it's yeah. interesting that he played for the kansas city athletics who of course are now in oakland
0: that's right and have been for quite a while
1: yeah no kidding all right well in 1969 the brady bunch premieres and then just one year later the partridge family premieres on abc
0: that's interesting and those shows were humongous.
1: They really were. Although The Partridge Family humongous. only went for three seasons, maybe
0: four. Oh, I didn't realize it was that short. Yeah, it was short. Huh. Well, and a few, uh, 12 happy years later, there was some cyanide-laced Tylenol that kills six. I was actually alive for that, and I remember. And it was it was an intentional lacing of Tylenol with cyanide. Uh, that Actually, now that you say that it was intentional, it sounds familiar. Do you have any follow-up on that? I think you know the answer to that question.
1: But I will tell you, that's the reason why we have pill bottles that are much more difficult to open. Before, they were just normal
0: threaded caps. Right. Yep. Yep. I remember that. I remember hearing about that. I was not alive yet. Next! Okay, well, with that, let's move on to the news. Cue the jingle. (laughs) Okay, Adam, what are your thoughts on flat earthers? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, you know what i gotta be honest i am super fascinated by by flat earthers
1: okay so you're 100 fa-
0: you're fascinated
1: but what are your opinion of flat earthers
0: <sighs> well it's kind of hard to say because my first thought is there you know that philosophy that belief in that philosophy is looney tunes so i feel like that the group that would support that and believe in flat earth, you know, they just, it just seems like, I don't know, either they're gullible or, and I don't want to speak like a blanket statement. I just can't figure out why in the face of evidence, you would think that that's not correct. Like scientific evidence. Like, I mean, how are you just all a bunch of conspiracy theorists or can I give you my opinion? Yeah.
1: I think the flat earth community is made up of primarily of two different types of people.
0: Okay. One conspiracy theorists. It's gotta be the biggest part of that two part.
1: Which we won't won't dig into that, but there's certain characteristics that just the community of conspiracy theorists share. Right. The second group is trolls.
0: I agree with that. I think that's a a very accurate assessment. Yeah,
1: there's some percentage, and I'm not sure what proportion of the Flat Earth community knows full well, but they just enjoy being part of it and they're just trolling.
0: Yeah, because I think that if... I mean, when I watched a video on Facebook recently, I was fascinated. I wanted to go to the convention... And see all like the models, and to see all like the you know like the, the maps and everything that they have, and all this evidence of proof. And I think that I might fall into that troll category. Not like I wouldn't make fun of them, but I would love to just go there and see like what the f- all you people are doing.
1: Well, no, but I, I think there's people that say that they believe in flat Earth that don't actually believe in flat Earth. They're just trolling people that are saying that they're irrational idiots. They're basically trolling from the inside out. They don't really believe yeah. it, that the Earth is flat.
0: I 100% agree with that.
1: Well, our news story today actually comes from you, Adam. Uh Aha. And the headline is this. People really want a reality show about flat earthers finding the edge of the earth. Right? (laughs) I
0: mean, wouldn't you love that show?
1: Yes. So my first response is, is, absolutely, please, somebody make this show. But in spite of the claim in the headline, if you Google this, there's really not much out there. However, there is in the one place where this story originated, and that's on Reddit. (laughs) That's not surprising. The first thread on this came about a year ago from a Redditor called Shower Thoughts. (laughs) Apropos. And it was titled, (laughs) There should be a reality show where flat earthers have to find the edge of the world. There's 3,800 comments on this thread, which is now archived, by the way. You have to search archives for it. Oh, wow the very first thread regarding a flat earth reality show. That was a year ago. Just, just a few weeks ago, this headline popped up on Reddit. People online have been asking for a reality show where flat earthers travel to the edge of the world. A producer finally makes it happen. And a group sets off to find the edge of the earth with a camera crew. Ratings are through the roof and, and laughs are had until they actually reach the edge that was the that was the thread ha <laughs> that's awesome that thread includes two articles the first one is titled 27 lost at sea including cast of reality tv show on the edge wait
0: so they're just gone
1: uh, we'll get to that in just a second i'm just saying that that the first article is about this 27 people at sea that were lost Okay. Also the name of the show was On the Edge.
0: On the Edge, right. Which not is... not on the ledge. Right. Right, we don't want to confuse that.
1: No, that that is a fantastic very well-renowned podcast about house plants. Not that. Right. This is this right. is On the Edge. <laughs> right. Of glory. Of, <laughs> of glory. And the second article is titled USS St. Albert Found. Okay. So the first one talks about a cast and crew who set out to film uh, this reality show in search of the edge of the earth, but they caught up, they got caught up in a hurricane. The second article is about how a boat, the USS St. Albert is found largely intact and with its crew shaken, but there's no signs of the apparently second boat called the USS Unforgettable. It's that second boat, which was carrying the cast and crew of the reality show. Uh-huh. So the first bo- the first boat found, right? Crew a little bit shaken up, but everybody healthy. Nobody nobody you right. know, no, nobody hurt or killed or anything. Second boat can't find it. But here's the deal: if you Google any of the names in the article, the names of the boats, or even the name of the reality show, none of this
0: shows up. That makes sense. It's on Reddit. People make that stuff up all the time. So the whole thread is completely fake. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's Reddit.
1: So there's sev- several other Reddit threads over the past few months that were all inspired. Okay. Everybody that listens to this show on a regular basis knows that we don't do any research.
0: Right. Correct. We and if
1: you it. come up with even one very surface level follow-up question, we will not have a, an answer to that question. And definitely not even a satisfactory half answer of that. No. We'll give you nothing. Right. <laughs> ha- however, when you posted this in our group about about this reality show... Yeah. I, I did do a little digging and Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Over the past several months, dating back from the first thread, a bunch of people have posted, hey, there really should be a reality show about flat earthers trying to find the end of the world. And they were all inspired by that very first thread. But but no one the, the reality is, is that no one's actually working no one at all is working on this reality show.
0: There's no truth <laughs> to it. So I, I, I mean, you know, I work with a television production company mm-hmm. and I really feel like I want to make this show happen, you know, because, okay. So I'm, I'm really fascinated by it, but I don't think anyone actually believes it. I think to your point earlier, my, my genuine feelings are that they, it's not, it's not real. Like, I don't think anyone actually believes that the earth is flat. Well, I think, you know? I, except, I I think the first group that I highlighted, I think
1: there are conspiracy theorists that really do believe it. Because okay, because conspiracy fair. theorists, well, I, I'm not going to get into the psychology of it because I, I I don't know if I can explain it
0: well. Well, and I think though that that's that's two different. It's it's a fine a fine delineation. I agree with you that people that are conspiracy theorists will believe that the Earth is flat. I don't think anyone actually just believes that the Earth is flat. Like you you have to be a conspiracy theorist, even if your conspiracy is that like I mean the government's lying to you and the earth is actually flat, which I still haven't heard a good reason why they would like, why the government would hide the shape of the earth. Like why would it matter if the earth is flat? If that's the world we live in, who would care? Uh, I, that was my question. I just didn't understand. Like who cares? Who? Uh, what difference does it make? Right.
1: I had the exact same question. I, you know, I, I'm with you. I think if I was in the business and I was really well funded or I was, I was in the rhythm of, of producing TV shows or movies or documentaries, I would absolutely yeah. make this show. This would be a brilliant show if it was well-executed. It would be incredibly popular, popular. It would get millions and millions of viewers. I, I can't think of a project that's out in television right now that I, I think would do better than, than this idea, quite honestly.
0: Yeah, it's true. And it's it's one of those things where it's just like... You know, so in the video that I posted on that article that has it has like a segment of all like the people at this convention. So a bunch of people gathered at a convention, at a flat earth society convention. And you see them going to the exhibit halls and hearing talks and discussing philosophy of flat earth. And then at one point it has all the, the group, the entire group there. And they say one, two, three. And then everybody chants in unison. We're not crazy. And I feel like that's a pretty strong indicator that like they might be a little bit crazy. That they're probably crazy. Yeah. Now, not in like the sense of like you know I'm going to make fun of them for it, but I feel like that I would like to meet somebody who genuinely believes the Earth is flat and not just because it's a conspiracy.
1: I heard so, I heard a flat earther interviewed on the radio by some uh, really guys that asked some really smart questions and tried to paint him in a corner. Right. And and the the a conspiracy theorist can always wiggle out of whatever you can whatever question or point
0: you can make with them. That's of that, course that's really their. I mean that that's their skill, right? Right. Because it's always the government or that's what they want you to believe. You know, it's never.
1: Or like the flat earth community just says, well, we don't recognize science. And that's
0: supposed to be enough.
1: Right. Well, in any case, there is one guy. Since you and I don't really have the means or the resources to execute this project, there is one guy above any other person that needs to do this show. Do you know who it is? science McScienceFace? <laughs> Besides him, because I don't think oh. he's got the resources either. But he's more than okay. qualified. He's actually, from a technical standpoint, he's more qualified than the person I'm going to mention. Okay. But science McScienceFace doesn't have the resources. The one man that does, and he's got the resume, is Jerry Bruckheimer.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Are
1: you familiar with his resume?
0: Yeah, I mean, he does uh, tons of stuff.
1: Yes, he he's one of the most successful film and TV producers Probably in American pop culture history.
0: Yeah. I would say either him or James Cameron, who, you know, did a ton of discovery research on the Titanic. No,
1: he did. Awesome. He did. But Jared Bruckheimer has the TV resume and the reality yeah, TV true. resume because he, he's done The Amazing Race. He's done this. Oh, yeah. He's done the CSI franchise.
0: Yeah, for sure. I uh, mean, among, I mean, a million other things.
1: Oh, yeah. Tons and tons of movies that, that you've mm-hmm. all heard of. He did Pir- Pirates of Caribbean. I yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's got about 40 years of of not just success in the entertainment business, but blockbuster huge success. He's basically got the Midas touch.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: So, Jerry Bruckheimer, I know you listen to our show. Please go make a reality TV show (laughs) about flat earthers trying to find the the, edge of the world.
0: I think what you meant to say was, hey, Jerry, have you heard of Gravity Beard?
1: (laughs) 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 Call the hotline. Make your pitch. If we like it, Jerry. (laughs) <laughs> we will
0: endorse your efforts to make this show yeah yeah jerry brookheimer you're right because i mean especially with something like the amazing race i think he's already geared up for kind of that kind of travel exactly that's my point exploration that's yeah, my point that's a, good, that's a good point
1: yeah so jerry please do it okay so if not jerry brookheimer i do have one other person that wouldn't that wouldn't make like a reality competition show he would make a different type of show that i like equally as much if not more you want to know who that okay. is
0: who cool.
1: christopher guest who is that christopher guest is probably famous the most famous guy for making mockumentaries so he did spinal tap a mighty wind oh, nice best in show waiting for Government. all of those
0: all of those movies those are fantastic
1: yeah so if not an actual reality show with real flat earthers I want Christopher a Guest. I want Christopher Guest to make a mockumentary about flat
0: earthers. That would be awesome and infuriating to the flat earth society.
1: Yes. Now, unfortunately, Christopher Guest is busy with another project. But it, th- this is true. So, in my digging, I did try to f- find out if there's any way that I could send a tweet or somehow get in touch with Christopher Guest just to pitch it to him. Right. And he's you, like, you can't get to him. He's unreachable. Yeah. Like, I imagine. Now, I, I'm serious about this because I want this to happen, I, I may continue to do some digging to see if I can get a hold of an agent or anybody that's in and around Christopher Guest to make that, or, or Jerry Bruckheimer. I may try to get as close to either one of those guys as I can.
0: That would be awesome. Wouldn't it?
1: Wouldn't that be incredible?
0: Oh, yeah, and it, it would be so fascinating. I agree. I,
1: man, I want it to happen. I Actually, I want both of those guys to make both those projects, so I, I am going to spend yeah. some time trying to do that. I think the mockumentary yeah. and the actual reality show would both be immensely popular.
0: I th- I completely agree.
1: 100%. Okay. Well, Adam. Yeah. We've reached that time of the show again.
0: <sighs> I mean, we didn't even do a news quick hit or anything.
1: No. We d- we don't have time for any more stories, but I will read Dude. one more I will re- I will read one more headline. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Homeless man arrested for indecent exposure after trying to have sex with homeowner.
0: Read that again, please.
1: Homeless man arrested for indecent exposure after trying to have sex with homeowner. <laughs> so as we promise every time we will do everything we can to make time in a future episode to get to that story
0: we owe it to the listeners to try our best next all right well with that adam let's move on to birthdays all right well i'll kick us off so today is actually a pretty cool day will smith turns 50 oh that's a big one it's a big five zero. he you know of course is one of the people that just like looks great like the, the order they get Uh, Mark Hamill turns 67 which obviously the Lou Skywalker is awesome and both Catherine Zeta-Jones and her husband Michael Douglas have birthdays today and she turns 49 and he turns 74 exactly 25 years apart exactly 25 years apart Actually, yeah, on the day they are 25 years apart I actually think that's fascinating and they've been together for a very long time
1: I was going to say that's one of the most enduring Hollywood couples out there
0: yeah I met her she's very very cool
1: Oh, good. I'm so glad you, you didn't say she wasn't a nice
0: person. That would that would ruin it for me. Well, I had heard that she was not a nice person. And then when I met her, she was extremely nice and very sweet. And I was like, oh, okay. That's excellent news. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was very pleased to see that as well. All right. Well, on Wednesday is
1: the birthday of Steve Kerr, who turns 53. He, of course, is the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. And just two days later is one of his superstars, Kevin Durant... Also known as KD, the Durantula, or the Slim Reaper. Well, you know what Steve Kerr
0: knows? He knows winning. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a winning player. And coach. And coach. And yep. Kevin
1: Durant turns 30, which is actually a pretty big birthday for a professional athlete.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And then on Saturday, wrapping up our week of birthdays, is Barry Williams, who turned 64, and he played Greg Brady.
0: Oh, huh. good for him. <laughs>
1: whoop-dee-doo <laughs> great
0: all right how about some born this week but now dead <laughs> <laughs> I never get tired of that <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> thank you Clay Groves of the Fish Nerds podcast we only have one dead this week and that is Christopher Reeve who played Superman in the original Superman movie he died in 2004 at the age of 52
0: dang it he was so awesome
1: he was my favorite Superman
0: yeah it's a pretty good one man he was real That's good for sure Absolutely. I think he had the best curl at the front of his hair. He did have... Right. You know, they don't they don't include details like that anymore. <laughs> no, sir, they do not.
1: Next! All right, well, with that, Adam, how about we generate some amazing facts?
0: <laughs> Are they amazing, Chris?
1: <laughs> well, I think we've learned in a previous episode that we don't taunt the amazing fact generator. That's for sure. Okay, so this first one, I'm not actually going to use the fact generator... This one comes to us from our friend Jim Weir from the Gravity Beard Interns. I love that guy. You likely have hundreds, if not thousands, of skin mites living on your face right now. The male crawls out of your pores at night to find a female and has sex on your face. So that's uh, horrifying and disgusting to think about.
0: (laughs) It really is. It's completely unsettling, no matter how many times you hear it.
1: Yeah, even though they're microscopic and you could never see them even with the most powerful microscope, I'm still disgusted that there's a male and female anything having sex on my face.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I don't I don't want to think about that. I don't want to talk about it. You know, I just, in fact, let's move on. Should we? Yes, let's definitely move on. Okay, so I'm going to actually use the generator. So here we go. Okay, Chris, I know you'll like this one. This fact, which is amazing, says at least five Americans accidentally shot off their penises since 2010 <laughs> <laughs> so that means that five people I, I i guarantee you it was probably um some neck beard you know <laughs> trying to take a trying to take an instagram picture or somebody who put their gun in their waistband trying to look cool and trying to look hard how many of those five people are from florida <laughs> that is a good question i, I say at least half yeah,
1: it's got to be at least three out of the five are from Florida, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, five Florida people accidentally shot off their penises. <laughs> All five of them are from Florida. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Come on, Florida. Stop shooting your penises off.
1: <laughs> Don't you want your penis?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know I do. <laughs> oh, poor Florida. I know. Damn it. Next.
1: All right, well, with that, let's move on to this, Adam. Okay. How about a Where are they now? Ooh, I love where are they nows. Who do we have first? Well, we haven't done one of these in a while, but today's installment comes at the request of our friend Josh Hallmark. Oh. And Josh, as you, you may, as you know, Adam is the creator of a number of great indie podcasts, including the Karen and Ellen Letters playlist, Our Americana, and others that are in various stages of production. I do know they're that. all part. Yeah, they're all <laughs> part of the Our Americana network. And Adam, yes? this Thursday. Just a few days from this very broadcast, we're going to meet Josh in person for the first time. I am really looking forward to that, man. I am, too. I cannot
0: wait to meet him and everyone else.
1: Yes, me and you and uh, Josh and a bunch of other podcasters are going to descend on Kansas City, Missouri for a podcast meetup. Yeah, it's going to be freaking fantastic. It really is. I'm looking forward to it. Well, Josh wanted to know what happened to Alf. Alf, man.
0: Oh. What a good question.
1: <laughs> I thought so, too. So for those who don't remember, ALF was the title character of an NBC sitcom that aired for four seasons from 1986 to 1990. ALF is also an acronym that stands for Alien Life Form. The character's actual actual name was... Do you remember?
0: I do not remember. Gordon Shumway. <laughs>
1: alf was, was covered in fur he was described as a friendly but smart mouth extraterrestrial that lived in the garage of the tanner family alf was played by puppeteer paul fusco who co-created the show with tom patchett although it only lasted four seasons it went on much longer in syndication and was a huge part of pop culture appearing in an animated series a talk show music movies and video games and uh, you probably remember this just like I do. They sold a ton of ALF merchandise.
0: Oh, yeah. They milked the crap out of that one. ALF was everywhere for, for a
1: few years, basically.
0: Well, and I, I was surprised when you said four years, because I remember it being on for longer. But then when you said this indication, that makes sense. Because, I mean, at the time, I was between the ages of three and seven when it actually aired live. But I feel like it was around for much of my childhood. Well,
1: it was. And let me explain. So NBC canceled the show suddenly and without explanation 1990, which... Uh, I didn't dig too deeply, which <laughs> shouldn't surprise you. <laughs> no, why would you? But but yeah, I mean, the show was successful. You know, the character was successful, but it says here that there was no explanation. It just got canceled after four seasons. So it sounds like it could have gone much longer. ABC Network gave Fusco the opportunity for closure with a 1996 made-for-TV movie called Project Alf. Huh. The character did a number of other appearances that kept him relevant in the years that followed. However... The last word was in August of 2012 when Fusco confirmed that Sony Pictures Animation acquired the rights to the character and will develop the property into a CGI live-action hybrid feature film. Wow. Now, that was in 2012, so that was already six years ago. The Smurfs producer, Jordan Kerner, will also produce the film along with Tom Patchett and Fusco. However, I did just a cursory review of Paul Fusco's IMDb page. And it makes no reference to that project. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Josh, Alpha's still out there, sort of, but uh, but not really.
0: Yeah, that's that's disappointing. It is Much disappointing. Like many of the stories you bring to the table.
1: <laughs> well, my my <laughs> my sincere apologies, but thanks, Josh, for your submission. I hope you're satisfied with our reporting. If you're not, we apologize, but we're not likely to do uh, any more than what we've already done.
0: Right. But we do look forward to meeting you in a little bit of time.
1: Yes. I'll have no updates on where Alf is. But we will meet you. (laughs) (laughs) We will be glad to see you. All right, and we finish with this. Compliments of our friend Keith from the Pop-Up Filmcast, who attended our recent staff meeting.
0: Which was awesome.
1: When my girlfriend said she was leaving because of my obsession with the monkeys, I thought she was joking. And then I saw her face. (laughs)
0: Lame. (laughs) <laughs> next
1: well that brings us to a, the end of another episode of this week today but before we go adam yes. is there anything you'd like to promote today
0: yes i all kidding aside i would like to promote my dog that poor guy he's not yeah. doing well today my thoughts are going out to my dog cow absolutely man I, I hope that they figure it out and he's doing well thanks buddy
1: Alrighty, a couple of reminders. Again, the hotline number is 321-465-2180. Let us hear from you. And please come join us on Facebook. Search The Gravity Beard Interns. You'll not regret it. There are three ways that you can donate to the show. First, you can go to patreon.com forward slash gravitybeard. We're also on PayPal. That link is paypal.me forward slash gravitybeard. Or search our email, contactthebeard at gmail.com. Or find us on Venmo by searching gravitybeard, all one word. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the PodFix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows, including our newest edition, Two Girls on a Bench. Welcome, ladies. Go to PodFixNetwork.com to check out the entire network lineup or search at PodFix on Twitter. Also, please check out PodFix Presents. If you like NFL football and who doesn't, Chris Brayton of More Gooder Than and me of this show are in the middle of a weekly show where we recap the previous week and briefly discuss the upcoming week of the NFL season. It's a quick 20 to 30-minute show, and it comes out every Wednesday. You can subscribe to the show on any podcast app. Just search Podfix Presents. You can find this show on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also use The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Later.
0: Like it at OddFixNetwork.com. All right, ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Eh, That wasn't as good as the last one.
1: (laughs) I'm going to quit clapping. (laughs) (coughs) Hmm. I'm going to go horse during this episode.
0: One can hope. (laughs)